Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello and welcome back to episode 10 of the Balancing Act podcast. <gasps> Hi, exciting! Um, I released the first episode back at the start of December, which feels like ages ago now. Um, you know, two months feels almost like, what, two years in some ways. But um, in terms of the podcast, I have to say it has been absolutely amazing. And I've said it a few times, but I want to say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for your amazing, fabulous, wonderful support. I've had so many people pass it on to friends, give me a like on social media platforms um, sent me lovely feedback and words of encouragement and it really has meant so much to me and it's really really added to the, the richness of the experience for me. So I've really truly loved it. Um, I think the number 10 feels like a bit of a milestone and in amongst that there's been some solo episodes which have been a lot of fun but I think I have particularly enjoyed the time spent with the fabulous guests that I have been very fortunate to chat with, especially since they are all working mums themselves, with the exception of my husband, who is a working father. And, um, you know, all very busy in these times. And so I really appreciate them giving up their, their precious time to come and share it with me and um, share their words of wisdom so for anybody who has been listening right from the beginning, you may remember that back in the very first episode where I was laying out all of my future plans, I told you that the podcast would take a seasonal format with 10 episodes in the first season. And then the intent was that I took a break after that and that format would mean that this, of course, was the last episode of the season. And so I have been enjoying it so much that I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> um, so rather than a seasonal format, I am I'm just going to keep it with a weekly thing. Um, because I just love it so much and I have so much to share and I have so many amazing women that I still want to interview so they can pass on their knowledge. Yeah, I guess instinctively I, I felt a little bit uncomfortable, um, you know, changing my mind and, you know, I was worried how that might be perceived. And then I thought, like, I want to set that example that what I'm creating here is very much through experiment and imperfect action and lots of small steps. And I think this is all part of the process to learn, tweak, refine and you know, do what I instinctively feel good, what's being received well and seems to be of value. Um, and so, yeah, I feel I feel good about it. Now, as I embark on this new format, I would love to invite you to share with me any particular topics 
you would like me to speak about, you know, something that you would like to to know more about or any burning questions that you might have, even if it's um, from things that I've covered in previous weeks or any guests who you would love to hear from. That might be people that you know already or um, others that you don't know, but maybe follow on you know social media or whatever. So, yeah, please just drop me a, a DM on Instagram at Debbie Leco and let me know if any of that springs to mind. What I want to do this week then is share a little bit of what I've learned so far from putting myself out there uh, um, as it was. This is particularly aimed at anyone listening who might have a little inkling that they have something that they would like to, to start up. And this is to give you a bit of encouragement and a bit of motivation and a bit of confidence to do that. Maybe you've got a great idea for a podcast yourself, but feel slightly overwhelmed in knowing where to start. Maybe you fancy setting up a website to test out a business idea, but you're worried what your friends and family might think. Or maybe you just want to get a little bit more visible with your current work and push it out to a wider audience. Now, if any of this rings true for you, then I am here to help. And I thought I'd start by giving you a little bit of my backstory in public speaking. And I have never been a fan of public speaking. And in fact, it's a fear that probably got worse with age rather than better. Um, so in I remember one instance in at the end of high school where... I was given a presentation at the last minute, the projector um, broke and I was able to sort of ad lib to at a parents evening, like absolutely no problem, enjoyed myself, got really good feedback. But ever since then, um, I just was gripped by the fear every time I had to give a presentation or um, speak in front of an audience in any way to the point where for for a long time in work I actively avoided giving presentations even though I knew that it would be really good for my reputation and other people would value and learn from the work that I had to share. So when I did have to give the presentations I would literally write down everything I was going to say I mean, word for word, and then practice it out loud, you know, several times beforehand. And, you know, I'm not talking major conferences or anything here. This was just like run of the mill presentations. And then when it came to the event, I would inevitably get like a bit of sweat on. Sometimes my cheeks would flush really red and I would just generally not enjoy the experience very much. Then afterwards, I would come the rumination about what a terrible job I'd done and what I should have said rather than what I did actually say. So all in all, it wasn't an experience that was particularly enjoyable or came particularly easy for me. And so with that, the thought of doing a podcast then was more than a little bit intimidating. And you know, I still 
find it a little bit difficult to go back and listen to my own voice when I'm doing the editing. And, you know, I still overanalyze and have to hold myself back from re-recording bits. But the whole experience is massively different. Um, all that stuff I said at the beginning of the episode about this being so enjoyable is so, so true for me. And it's really come as quite a surprise. So if you're considering doing something, um, but the fear is holding you back, then I've got three main learnings to share with you from my own experience. Number one, and I think this has been absolutely critical to me, is be clear on your why. So what is the purpose of what you're trying to do? What's your mission through wanting to do it? Why do you feel so strongly about spreading the message that you're aiming to spread? So despite all my fears, um, I'm super, super clear with myself that I want to support working mums who are frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed out, trying to do it all. And I want to help them move into feeling like they actually have it all without the guilt and the tiredness that they expect to go along with it because they expect that they have to do it all as well. And I guess I knew from the outset that podcasting was a really effective way to do this because for my own self-development so far, podcasting has really helped me and um, it has helped me develop like a closer relationship with the people that I'm listening to, even though, you know, we usually haven't met in real life or anything. And I think the thing about podcasting is that it helps that conversation happen on a regular basis and we can go places together, like on a walk or a drive or while you're cooking dinner. And me feeling like I'm able to share my mission with you in a way that integrates easily into your day is really, really important to me. So that is my why. Number two, the fear never goes away. And, you know, I guess instinctively I want to like apologise for saying that and say, you know, this might come as a disappointment, but actually I really, really mean it as um, words of encouragement because the fear, it it does get a lot easier to deal with, but it never goes away. Absolutely. And I, I don't expect now that it ever will. So throughout this series, my fear has lessened pretty quickly when I think back to that first episode, but it is still there a little bit, especially when I listen back to my own voice or when I hit publish or when I wake up on a Monday morning knowing that an episode has been released. So the key for me has been getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you recognise that the fear is there, you acknowledge it for what it's telling you and you move on. Because as a business owner, I will always be pushing myself to 
serve you in the best way that I possibly can so that you get maximum value out of me. And inevitably, that means making myself uncomfortable sometimes because I want to do the thing that's valuable to you, even if it means pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. And I really think that that is a really good place to operate out of from a growth perspective because we're always um, like in our highest developmental phase just outside our comfort zone. If this rings true for you, if, if the fear feels really real right now, then a good way to start on that journey can be to put some boundaries in place to make the thing that you're trying to do feel a little bit safer for you and a little bit more comfortable. So, you know, just comfortable enough that you can like ease yourself over that threshold. So, for example, you know, the 10 episode commitment I made and I have to say that that wasn't made from a place of addressing my fear. I just thought that that maybe would would work best for me. But that gave me a very definite end point. So it was in the back of my head that if it just felt way too uncomfortable, then it would give me a bit of respite and a bit of down time and a bit of quietness after um, what had felt maybe like quite an intense experience. Number three is accept imperfect action. And this can be incredibly difficult to do especially for those of us who have perfectionist tendencies and especially when it's something that you really care about and really want to go down well and you want people to have a high opinion of. But what made a big difference for me at the start was just accepting that I am practising And I accepted that my podcast wasn't going to be anywhere near perfect the first time round or even the 10th time round and probably not even the 100th time round. But the only way that I'm going to get better is by practicing. And I think as a scientist, this approach sits quite well with me um, because I like to look at it as an experiment of sorts where You know, each week I can assess the outcome, tweak, refine and do something different. So there you have it. Um, If you have an inkling that you want to put something out there, a new business idea or more of yourself, then the three learnings I have to share is number one, be clear on your why. Number two, the fear never goes away and you just get comfortable being uncomfortable. And number three, accept imperfect action. I'd love to know if this has sparked something in you and given you the motivation that you needed to go that one tiny, teeny step more towards something that has only been an idea up to now. Um, Yeah, drop me a message at Debbie Leco on Instagram. I'd love to hear. And um, if you need any more words of encouragement, then I always have many, many at my disposal. 
And then just before I close, I also wanted to update you on another aspect of my offering, which is the GRIP program that I've mentioned on quite a few episodes now. It's called Build Your Balance. And through it, we explore six different pillars that make up your own sense of balance. I'm very excited to say that the program is ready to go. I'm loving the content and I've had quite a a few people express interest so far. But um, I've been really wrangling with when is the best time to get started. And initially that was going to be this month. But from my own experience of participating in group programs, a large part of the value comes from the shared experience and interaction with others on the the program. And I'm really conscious that with many of us having a lot going on, both in work and at home just now, probably having most of the family around most of the time with kids there and homeschooling to compete with, then there might you might not have the energy reserves that you need to commit to getting the very best value out of this. And I don't want anybody having to enter it into a place where they feel compromised in getting the absolute most that they can out of it. So I'm considering delaying it by at least a few weeks, depending on how things go and what happens with schools going back. But I would like to ask for a favour. If you are interested in the group programme and if you've already expressed interest in particular, then I'd really appreciate if you could let me know whether the timing either way makes a difference to you. Drop me an email or a message on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. And now, after all of that, I will very much look forward to speaking to you again next week when I'll be back with another wonderful guest. I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. So enjoy the rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at debbieleeco or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.